Welcome to the Finding Your Church podcast from FindingYourChurch.com. My name is Jeremy Phillips, and my goal is to help you make it a challenge for people to live in your community without finding your church. Now, I want to tell a quick story that happened a couple of years back when I was on a church staff, and one of my responsibilities was the website and maintaining the online presence for the church. And so, um, for whatever reason that year, we decided to have an event that many churches have around February. Our church had many, many, many many food events and lunches and dinners and dessert auctions and banquets going on year round. I mean, you can't have fellowship without food event, right? So, um, but normally for whatever reason, we did not have a Valentine's banquet, but that year we did. And for the most part, it was couples only. So my wife and I were seated at a table with another couple who were new to the church, you know, because obviously if you are on staff at a church, you have to sit with someone New. So a lot of times, I'll be honest, that did not happen at many church uh, events, and it doesn't happen at a lot of churches, especially at food-focused events. And I think the reason for this is that you uh, have already probably experienced that fellowship food events can sometimes be extremely chaotic. And depending on the type of the event, kids can be running around everywhere and people are seating themselves wherever and whenever they want as they come in one family at a time. And so what happens is that after most people are seated, you kind of look around and realize that there are, you know, three families or whatever sitting at tables by themselves. And most likely these are probably the new people who really need to be connected. And so at that point, you're already seated with a family and can't get away to connect with them either. So um, sometimes what's intended to be a connecting event can actually turn into a disconnecting event for some families who are not outgoing enough to sit with other people, you know, or even worse, that you didn't plan it well enough and the tables can only facilitate one family at a time. And of course, you can't help that always either. You know, when I was growing up, we had seven total. I had four brothers, so there's five of us and seven total in our family. So there's really no way for us to sit at, you know, with anyone at one table ever. So, you know, now I have four kids and we have six, and so we're nearly in that same situation. Um, but we would talk a lot as a staff about how to make those events more meaningful and impactful for new people. So this is not the point of the story about the Valentine's banquet, but just a little side note to encourage you to think through your meal and fellowship events to make sure guests and new people can get connected and feel included in the event. You know, something my pastor at the time did extremely well was connect with people at these types of events. Instead of eating, he would go from table to table and talk with as many people as he could to make sure they felt included and connected. And, you know, besides that, our rule at the church was the church staff always ate last anyway to make sure there would be more than enough food. So regardless, that has very little to do with the Valentine's banquet story, but I just wanted to throw that out there. So while my wife and I were talking to this new couple, though, I asked them, I asked them how they heard about the church. And they said they searched online, found our church website and decided to make a first time visit. Now, obviously, I know that people were finding the church through the website. But when they said that in front of me, right in front of my face, I realized something, you know, basically by my investment of time and energy in the website and online presence, I was the one who had actually, in a way, invited them to the church. No one else talked to them about our church, essentially, except me through the website. And so, you know, most of the time I never heard directly from people like that. And of course, a lot of people are invited by someone and it has absolutely nothing to do with the website or online presence at all. But I want you to know that the strategies you put in place online for your church, including your website, social media, local business directories, Google Maps, and whatever else you work on, 
will make a difference. And whether you hear it directly from anyone or not, when you take steps to improve the online presence of your church, it does make a difference. And whether you use resources like the Find a Resource membership that Finding Your Church has created to walk you through step-by-step how to get found online or some other resource to help your church get found, I want to encourage you to start now. It is worth the effort. And so I do want to let you know about a specific page on the website that has links and resources to help you get found online, and that is findingyourchurch.com forward slash toolbox. This is a place where all of our recommended resource links can be found. Of course, there's other resources on the site and especially in the Find a Resource membership, but these are the ones that we recommend most frequently. And this includes partner resources and affiliates connected to our site, but also free resources and products created by FindingYourChurch.com. One of our free resources that I want to recommend to you is our free downloadable PDF guide called Fiverr for Churches. Fiverr is a site where you can get nearly any type of creative and technical work um, done that is kind of an online-based work for you and your church starting at only $5. And this short guide that I'm giving away for free shows you exactly how to get on Fiverr and how to find the people on the site who will do the best job for your church. Now, I've personally used this site to create video and fix some website issues, and the sellers that I use did a great job. But there are a few tips that you will want to know before getting on the site that will help make your experience a great one. And when you sign up to get the free book, you'll also receive an offer to take advantage of a reduced price on that Find a Resource membership that I spoke of earlier. So that reduced price is only available when you request the free Fiverr book. So go to findingyourchurch.com forward slash toolbox to find the link to download your free Fiverr for Churches PDF guide. And that is all for this episode. Now go and get found. Mm -hmm.